Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, joined today, as always, by Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are we doing today? Well, today is a great day a because day. we have a special guest in the house uh, all the way from Minnesota. Right. Trevor Whitwer of Coach Catalyst is in the house to talk all things technology, his story. He's a vendor at the FitPro Growth Summit. We're excited to have him actually in studio today. Welcome to the show, Trevor. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, pla- this place is amazing. I'm used to my podcast being like Zoom or doing, and so mm-hmm. it's like doing in-person stuff is cool. Yes, we, we love doing in-person stuff. In fact, for the first, you know, 100 episodes, we wouldn't do a Zoom one because really? we were really focused yeah. on having the people here. Yeah. We're, we're, at a, we're at a big guest push lately. I think this is like four or five in a row that we've had guests on, which is kind of wild, but right. awesome. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, I'm happy to be here. Main place oh, yeah. is awesome. So, Trevor, if you didn't know, if you can't, if you're watching us on YouTube, he just came off the farm. He was uh, out That's there right. farming and uh, right. you know getting the hay ready, getting... and the milk was uh, milk today. <laughs> the milk was milk. How tall are you, brother? Yeah. Uh, I'm officially six five and a half, but you know it's six 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 seven on the roster. On the roster. Yeah. On the yeah. roster. <laughs> so you played basketball? I did. Yeah, I was a hooper pretty much since about five years old. So. Yeah, and was fortunate to run through the ranks and, you know, make a living at it for a few years after college and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, nice. which is what. So let's let's get into your story. So yeah. um, I think a lot of our listeners have probably heard of the the software, the app, Coach yep. Catalyst. I know I've heard it. I've used it. I've looked inside of it. This is the founder of it. Uh, There's a great story behind it. Why don't you give everybody a little background kind of on you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, I mean, I got in the fitness industry early, uh, mainly for like sports performance. It was always like, how do I get that mm-hmm. next little bit out of performance? And so, um, so that that was really the goal moving on. And then once I got done with my playing days, I'm in a fairly small town. And so it's like, well, if you wanna make a living in this industry, you're probably gonna serve the fat loss market or the kind of the older adult market. And so, um, like a lot of coaches, I just started training my mom and my stepdad in the local community center. <laughs> yep. You know, and then boot camps were all the rage at the time. And oh, so we yes. kind of started like a local boot camp. I mean, we were training, we were training people on like a basketball court. I had those like uh, Dave, uh, Dave Smith, I think is his name, the RBT guy. Um, and we had these like 41 inch bands. And mm-hmm. like, I didn't have any money at the time. So it was like, everyone's got to buy their own bands. And then like, mm-hmm. we'll just like, pull each other around the basketball <laughs> court, right? A little, little resistance. Yeah. yeah. So um, so that's really where it started. And I got enough of a foothold where I, I kept good track of my numbers early on. And we got to about 70, 80 clients that I was working with. And at that point, it was like, okay, we've got enough to move into a new space. Because ultimately, I wanted to have my own gym. And so we, uh, we found a building in town. It was just like a rundown old dry cleaners that had been abandoned and empty for 10 years. And uh, 
we just uh, renovated ourselves and um, kind of did one piece at a time. The building is about 6,000 square foot. So it's a mm -hmm. pretty, pretty large facility, but we didn't have enough money. So we're like, okay, too, cool. We'll do like the first third of it. And then we renovated that, moved everyone into it, got some more clients and we did the next third. And then we did the next third as we got cash available. And so then we were able to kind of build the first iteration. Like, and in this time too, like I'm doing everything, right? Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm coaching every class, I'm coaching every client. Um, and I was able to finally bring on um, some people and then start to expand from there. And so at that facility, we, we really cared about the coaching aspect of clients. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like come in, run through workouts and get out. It was like, hey, how do we help you change your life? Mm -hmm. And I was deep into precision nutrition and kind of drinking that Kool-Aid um, and got through level one and level two. And so we were doing a lot of like habit-based coaching and also challenges. Challenges were huge yep. at that time. And I mean, they're still pretty big and for us. what year was this? So this is probably 20, let me think about it, probably 2015, 2018 okay. when we were getting into it. So like the six week challenge was just, it was kind of novel at that point. And that was a huge lead generator. And so we were, we were running challenges with like 100, 120, 150 people in one six week challenge. Like, I mean, they were stupid. <laughs> that was the uh, Facebook day. That right? was the day, yeah. yeah. Right? And hey, so hey. It, was, it, it, was, it was easy. But what happened was when you start to scale, the quality of coaching just falls off because you just can't do it without more people. So we didn't have more people. So we were, I mean, we were giving people like pamphlets and, and it was just a it was just a messy experience. And so ultimately what happened one time was I had a client jump on the, the in body at the end of a at the end of a challenge. And uh, our promise during the challenge was for them to lose ten pounds in six weeks. And so uh, she'd actually gained weight. And it was like the worst feeling in the world as a coach, because you're like, I mean Wait a minute, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I am I'm, I'm supposed to help you be successful. And the reason I mean she was showing up for workouts, she was doing all that stuff, but we didn't have a good idea on or good control over the nutrition aspect. And so, you know, we had given her all the information, just wasn't executing. And so that was kind of the aha moment is like, hey, we need something to be with our clients when they're not in our facility. Like, I want to know on a day to day basis how my clients are doing. See what you're what you're saying right there is a big wake up call for a lot of gyms. Oh yeah, some some gyms or trainers right there would be oh it's uh, it's their fault. It's not it's my not, responsibility. Yeah. But you took yeah. it the other way. You're 100%. like, we, we failed this lady. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's a horrible feeling, right? Yeah, and that's I mean, as a coach, me personally, and, and some people may feel differently about this, but I I mean I take responsibility for my clients' results, right? I mean they come to me for a reason, and if they're not doing the things they need to do, I need to figure out why. Mm -hmm. Like, is it too challenging? You know, have we not set up the right environment? Like, what's going on? Did we do we read it wrong at the beginning? Maybe we set the wrong path from the beginning, but. I take a lot of, lot of responsibility um, as a coach and figuring out like, hey, if you're not successful, like part of this is my fault. Yeah, you gotta do the work, but like I need to figure out how to make sure you're doing the right work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to change the path or maybe that goal wasn't the right goal and that's okay. So we basically decided, I, and my buddy Kane, uh, the co-founder of Coach Catalyst, um, was in Madison, Wisconsin at the time. And we talk a lot, just kind of talking about frustrations and he was kind of going through a similar thing. And so we're like, all right, there's nothing on the market right now that serves this idea of like habits and education and like the true coaching process. There's like workout builders out there yeah. and all that, but like we don't need another workout builder. We're working with people in person. And so we need the other 23 hours of the day and really an education piece. And so we need to be able to educate, educate our clients in a systemized manner rather than like, hey, here's your 20 page PDF with all the information that you need for nutrition. You know, good luck, hopefully you're successful with it. And so there wasn't anything on the market. So we're like, all right, you know, like we're, we'll figure it out. Like that's kind of our mentality is mm -hmm. like, yeah, we'll just figure it out. And we, we can't write a line of code or do any of that. So we just like, you know, you go find the right people to 
start building it. Yeah, and so it's so it was an idea to fix your problems at your gym, 100%. obviously. Yeah, and you've got four locations now, right? Yeah, so we expanded, um, and actually, uh, the the next three locations we actually bought, and so I am I'm a bigger fan now of buying businesses than I am of starting them from scratch. Mm -hmm. Yep, sure. I'd rather buy a business and tweak the business model than come into a community, unless there's like a competitive advantage somehow. But like buying a business that already has MRR, that already has revenue, that's already cash flowing and being able to just come in and provide a better experience. Um, you can just get up and running so much faster and get profitable so much faster nice. than, than like starting from scratch. So yeah, that, I mean, they just kind of like came out of the market and it made sense with what we were doing and, and, and we scooped them up. Yeah. And, and you see, and I don't know, there's these business, uh, business sales websites that you see yeah. a lot of gyms on there. You see a ton of gyms, mm -hmm. you see a lot of franchise gyms, uh, and they're like peanuts mm -hmm. for what you can buy them for. Right. Yeah. So, Hey, if you guys are looking to expand <laughs> from Trevor, <laughs> you know, buy an existing business, obviously you want to look for red flags in a situation. Oh, 100%. Uh, but, but I would agree, like, think about starting from scratch again <sighs> versus, Hey, this is kind of half, ask good let's yeah. just tweak it you know so. well i mean really when you're buying a business too you're buying a list right yeah. you're building a group of people that at least at some point raised their hand and said hey i'm somewhat interested in fitness and a lot of business owners just don't run good businesses or they had used really outdated practices or they didn't mm -hmm. care about the clients and so um many times you can if you can find that you know if it's the right location i think is more important than anything else like convenience i don't think people give convenience enough mm -hmm enough credit. clout yeah, yeah credit in yeah in the world like just being able to go two minutes to get to the gym is a huge factor well that's something that you asked me how close are you uh because he you know you've never been here no. before he walked in he's like great great place how close are you to to homes and i mean you could look out that window there's right. a whole bunch of rooftops right there yep. yeah uh we then we get a lot of clients from that neighborhood right there just walk right over right, right? and so um in my notes on my podcast, we like come up with ideas for podcasts. Mm -hmm. Location is the number. I said location is the number one driver of growth. Yeah, it, it just is. I think. I mean, even to the the marketing aspect. I mean, the greatest return on any investment that we've done for marketing is a banner out front. Yeah, I mean, we Silly. only have so little availability with the town of Scottsdale, but the ROI is stupid. Right, with the, with the number of cars that drive by every day and stuff. I mean, and they come in, they go. I've lived here for 10 years, never knew you were here. Right. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, that goes to show like the ease of doing business, convenience, right. we always preach that stuff. I mean, like too many people like make it hard to do business with mm -hmm. you. People want, if, if, right. people, if you make it easy, they will be there. You know what I mean? And, right. and there's, there's well, no better way than which a is great the location. opposite of what the CrossFit model is. Go to the back of back some of industrial some door, yeah. industrial business park. Right. Uh, get the cheapest rent possible. Have a have a no air conditioning and a roll up door and right. hope for the best. And that's why you see failure all over the place. Well, so. and that I mean that you're you're also creating an environment or an experience that's the same, right? Every I don't want to say every, but how many CrossFit facilities look and feel just like that? A lot. In, you know what I mean? The workouts are pretty much the same. Yep. Like you're, you as an independent business, you're not bringing anything to the table. You're just serving another version of the gym down the street. Mm -hmm. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. 
and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. So, so right on. So you, you created Coach Catalyst, yep. solve a problem, habits-based, yep. and, and that started, what, 18? Yeah, so we started, so we'll be seven this year with Coach Catalyst. So what does that put us back into 16. 2016? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll be seven this year with Coach Catalyst. And it was really originally called Habit Catalyst. Okay. And like one thing that we did a little bit different than maybe other tech companies is we didn't go out and raise a bunch of money right away. We didn't, we're like, hey, we have this idea. We're going to go raise, you know, a million, two million seed round and then try and build this thing. And hopefully the market wants it, um, which we see with a lot of companies, right? Um, and then you lose everyone's money, but because you find out the market, oh, we we didn't get it right. So um, yes, yeah, so we were playing with our own money backwards. Yeah, and like I mean, we had we had like, all right, we had twenty k. All right, what can we do with twenty k? That's going to help you know get us more users, right? Because we need more people paying. And then how does it make the experience better for our current users? Mm -hmm. And so it was always this game of like, all right, we have this much money, and then what do we build? Which I think forced us one it took a lot longer, right? Because you just can't go as fast, which is one of the downsides of not taking money. If you know something is going to be a hit in the marketplace, by all means, take money and go because you want to be fast. But I mean, we were really playing with our own, so we had to go slow. And But it forced us to like create probably the right thing rather than what we thought everyone wanted because like it's our own money. Like I don't want to just throw 20K down the ground or throw it down the drain, right? Yep. And so we had we did a lot of research. We talked to coaches a lot. We got on the phone with people like, is this something that you actually want? And was this something that was going to serve a large amount of people? Talking about a, a new feature. Yeah, like a new feature. Because like we'll have people that come to us all the time and say, hey, I would love the software to do this. And we're like, well, that's kind of a you problem. I need a 10,000 coach problem. And so um, that's the only way this is going to work um, because software is so, so expensive. And so, yeah, it really forced us to like be really, really cognizant about like, what's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next step? And we've always looked at it through the lens of like coaching. What is really, really good coaching? Mm -hmm. And what do the best coaches do? And so we've kind of really boiled it down into three things. So the coaches, best coaches educate. They tell you what to do, how to do it, why you're doing it. And they, they educate you through the process, Yeah. right? And then the second one is coaches hold you accountable to that process. And so there's certain things that need to be done, whether it's daily, whether it's weekly, that need to be accomplished in order to move closer to this goal. And most coaches, that's the gap that they miss is I tell you to do something, but then you go away and I don't really know if you're executing right. on it until we meet again, maybe two weeks later, a month later. And then you're like, ah, oh, you know, this thing came up, that thing came up and I didn't get it done. And you're like, oh, awesome. We wasted two, two weeks, weeks and four yeah, weeks yeah. of our time. Right. When, if I want to know right away, like one thing that we've prioritized in the software is I know every single day how my client's doing. And so we have what's called an at-risk profile. So if someone misses or doesn't check in for three days, like it shows up right in front of you on your dashboard. Perfect. So you're like, cool, I need to coach that person. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is connection. So the best coaches connect with their clients. Connection builds trust. And then that facilitates the coaching process. So we have really prioritized communication within the software, um, especially as you're seeing a lot of people moving online or moving into a hybrid approach. We take it for granted in the offline world, we get connection just because people show up. Yeah. Yeah. And we look them in the eye, we high five, we fist bump, and you build relationships just naturally. You see someone three days a week for a year, you're gonna have a relationship with them. You don't have to work very hard at that. But if you go in the online world, like you maybe meet with someone initially on like the sales call, and then maybe you do a call once a month, or maybe you run a group program where they don't even see you necessarily. Right. And so we have to think about connection and relationship building much differently and what we've really prioritized is video because like if you watch someone on video whether they're interacting with you or not they're gonna 
they're going to create a connection with you. And then when they do see you in person, they're going to feel like they actually know you. So we, we encourage coaches to do a lot of video through their educational process. And then we've also instituted technology where a coach can just pull up their phone, hit the video button and mm -hmm. record a video to their client. Smart. Right. Because Perfect. like if I get a text message from my coach and I get a video message from my coach, they could say the exact same thing but they're perceived completely different. Oh yeah, I talk about that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my tone, I mean, just through when I write stuff, comes yeah. across very cold, very blunt, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when I articulate something, it's a little bit different, you yeah. know what I mean? You can hear that, that inflection and the tone and right. video, especially when you can, you could see somebody's right. expressions and things like yeah. that. And that's, and that's really how we connect with people, right? That's how relationships are built. We, we start to see the nonverbal communication, mm -hmm. the mannerisms, the tics that people have, and that's really what starts to build a deep relationship. And then we also do audio too, because sometimes it's easier to just send a voice text. Like, hey, I just checked out your, your stuff for the day. Um, looks awesome. If you have any questions, just hit me a, hit me a note back, right? Way different than, than typing it Good out. Good job. So, <laughs> with, a, with an emoji. With an emoji. Yeah. yeah, right. So I would imagine you probably have a lot of online coaches. Oh, yeah. And then you also serve the fitness, the brick and mortar. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we started in the boutique world because that was just our, that was our network. That's what you right? guys were that's, doing that's for yourself. Who, yeah. That's who we knew. And like, and a lot of people are running challenges or they're doing front end offers. And we found that like most people, most gyms onboarding process just is not very good. Mm -hmm. And so they, they sign a new client up and then it's like, okay, good luck. You know, your next session is Tuesday at, yeah. you know, 8 a.m. And if you think about from the psychology of the person actually coming to a gym, a lot of people joining a gym, especially a new gym, they're not like, they're not like us, right? They're not gym people and they don't just live and breathe this stuff. Like they're just normal people and they want to lose a little bit of weight or they want to get in shape. And the gym can be a really, really scary place. And so if we all of a sudden just sign someone up and say, Hey, we'll see you on Tuesday. There's a gap there where we could provide a better experience. So how we coach a lot of brick and mortars, boutique facilities to create an onboarding process for them. Um, and they do it all through the app. So on like the day after you meet with someone, send them, put them on this program. And on day one, it's like, hey, I just wanna thank you for coming in and we're really excited for you. Mm -hmm. I know it's gonna be a little scary when you come to the facility, but I wanna walk you through our facility quick. And they actually take a video tour of the facility. So the client knows exactly what to expect when they come in. Hey, when you come in, this is where you put your bag. This is where you put your stuff. If you need to fill up your water bottle, you can do it right here. Here's what our gym floor looks like. So when you come in, just hang out here. One of the coaches is gonna come yep. meet you. And so we can get rid of some of that uncertainty and mm -hmm. just provide a really cool experience for that person from the moment they walk in. And so that's, that's the, that's the kind of the biggest one we want coaches to start with or gyms to start with. The second thing is we're seeing the industry evolve from more than just fitness. Yes. Right. People aren't just going to get workouts anymore. They're coming to us and like, Hey, I need help with stress. Hey, I need help with nutrition. Hey, I need help with sleep, right? sleep, all yeah. these kind of factors And most gyms aren't equipped to do that. Cause that happens outside of the facility. Yeah. We can talk about it during sessions and that kind of stuff, which is great. But um, that's the same thing their doctor is doing. Hey, you're fat, you need to lose weight. Or, hey, you're not sleeping, you should you know, take these pills or whatever. And so, but we have technology now that can allow um, coaches to be with their clients outside, why we created Coach Catalyst. And then you can create these kind of lifestyle programs that aren't the 299 a month, they're the 900 a month because you're solving a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. um, and you can really start to create higher ticket offerings but you just use the gym as your delivery model and why people show up every like every every couple times a week. We yeah. talked to a reason uh, was it with Scott Carpenter we were talking about that is you know look the the offering is far more than just a workout program yes. nowadays. And right. and to your point like people are it's becoming the trend for people realizing a fitness facility or a gym has the ability to address sleep 
and stress and some of them are starting to adapt that you yep. know what i mean so that yeah the gyms that can embrace that and be ahead of that and make that the direction that they're going they're going to get the wins right, right. away what's 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 nice about this conversation is right in line with with what yeah, we feel are yeah. on this coach on this program as, as well as our gym and what people that are in this industry right now that might be new they don't realize what you're saying is that's a 10-year problem like you don't realize some of these things until you're 10 5 7 years into the business like mm -hmm. crap our onboarding sucks mm -hmm. well We'll take it from, you know, Trevor and, you know, the guy in us that like, look, you should jump ahead of this, get on board with this, get get a system in place, because a lot of times you don't realize this is a problem. until so you start losing people, you start analyzing it. What? Why are we losing people? Well, we just kind of threw them into the workouts. We didn't right. really tell them what to expect. So I like the video aspect of it. And then to the other side of it. Right. It's right in alignment with everybody's selling fitness, right? Right. So how do you have a competitive advantage against the person, uh, you know, the gym down the street, right. you offer all these other things and charge more for it. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what market do you want to compete in? Right? Do you want to compete in the planet fitness, mm -hmm. that market, and now you're a low cost provider. So now let's figure out how to do it for less. Or do you want to go to the other end of the spectrum and be and honestly, I like the other end of the spectrum, just be the most expensive in your market, mm -hmm. right? Because you serve the correct problems. And so that world you can live in with less cli less clients, more profit, better margins, um, and people stick because like if they can pay that much and afford that much, they can afford gym membership, and so they're going to stay with you for a really really long time, versus competing with the person that has to kind of like, you know, they have to fit it into their budget in order yeah. to make, make it their work. sacrifice to exactly. barely get by. Well, and and there's there's a there's the psychology aspect of investing something like a high ticket program oh, or yeah. all in, you know what I mean? Like they have the skin in the game. Oh, yeah. They're way more They're gonna get likely, better results. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. The one thing I think that, you know, happens to a lot of gym owners is they start as a single, like a solo practitioner, right? So they do everything. Mm -hmm. And so all of their systems just kind of, because they're a good, the reason they grow is because they're a great coach. Like they know how to provide good service. They know how to run, run great sessions. And so they're able to grow, but then they get to a point where they have to bring people on, but they don't have any good systems to pass along. And so um, they just kind of think that every other coach is just like them and they're oh. gonna do it, like just do it well. And it's just not the case. Like yep. that's just not how people are. If, if, if the co other coaches were like them, they would go start their own gyms, <laughs> right? And so- Well, they will, just give them time. Right. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. good luck. Yeah. Oh yeah, have fun with that, but. So like having those systems and having the process where like how we coach our, our, our people is like, hey, if you have like a seven day onboarding, cool, you can then take that give it to your other coach. It's gonna be the exact same onboarding. And now I don't have to rely on that other coach to maybe follow the checklist to do this or that. We can utilize technology to provide a lot of these experiences and free up the coach to just like coach the client, be in the session mm -hmm. and create a great experience. And it's a system. That's yes. the thing, like, like the variables between coaches too. Oh. I mean, that that is, it's controlled by the brand at that point, right. right? Everybody's now executing the vision of the brand as opposed to, hey, this coach is great at accountability in this manner. This person mm -hmm. can't do it for damn. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? And this way, everybody has a standard across the board and it's in, it's a solid, you know, way of doing it and anybody can adapt it. That's huge. Yep, Huge. For sure. So, hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results 
It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Let's talk grow some at first second. You're yeah. a vendor. You're going to have a booth there. Yeah, you're going to probably be, you're gonna be showing people <clears throat> the app so you can get their hands on it, I'm sure. Um, and But you're speaking too, yep. which is which is huge because I've never seen you speak at an event, right? I've, I've just been introduced to you over a couple yep. of mutual friends. So what can people expect? Uh, Trevor on stage, yes. dropping bombs. So, uh, so I haven't decided on the topic yet. It's probably going to be one of two things. So we've, I mean, we've had over 15,000 coaches inside of Coach Catalyst. And so when you have that that big of a data set, you're gonna learn a few things of mm-hmm. like, what are the best coaches doing? What are the things that they execute on? And what are the top 1% doing versus the bottom 5%? And so we've learned a lot of things about, about coaches there. So that's either one. The other one that might be more specific to gym owners is leverage. And so I've come up with about five different levers you have as a gym owner mm-hmm. that you can really turn, like if you use the lever correctly, you can have disproportionate results. And so um, there's some there's some fun ones there that I've kind of done along the way that have really driven revenue, driven experience. And so if you're, if you're pulling the right levers, you're gonna have much better results than if you're pulling the wrong levers. And so there's certain things in the brick and mortar world that you have access to that the online world doesn't have access to. Um, so we'll probably decide between one of those two. Well, that's that's huge because most of our audience is brick, brick and mortar. mortar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say 100% are brick and mortar, but they may also toy in the online yeah. world too. Um, and so the levers of growth, the whole, <laughs> the, whole the, the whole point of the- uh, Summit. <laughs> summit's the growth yeah. summit. Yeah. Everything we do at this event, guys, uh, from selecting the vendors and the, you know, the speakers, it's, it's for growth. Mm-hmm. We talk about- Business uh, growth, not just yes, y- like it, yes. not to cut you off, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's not the the tech side of the physique. You know, we're not we're talking about the latest and greatest kettlebell right. swings, and no, we're going to grow your P and L, right? Y- yeah, which is the hard part for a lot of practitioners. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, they're great coaches. Yep, uh, and sometimes coaches and even gym owners that come from the training world, they gravitate towards the certifications, the lessons of the physical, like the the movements and everything there. And they kind of like avoid the hard mm-hmm. conversations, the hard things to, there's cause it's just not natural. Right. So this is the exact reason why you should be at the Absolutely. front row of the Grow Summit. Absolutely. Is so you can learn and, and tweak your business because the more money you make guys, money's okay. The more right. people you can serve, obviously. Right, the more lives you're gonna change. And you're, sorry, your levers analogy is a perfect example for the Growth Summit and like where to put your time and attention right. in growing a business, right? You could sit here in comfort and, and pull the lever of the tactician all day long yep. and your business is not gonna get any better, grow any you know more. Right. These The concepts, the sales, the marketing, yep. the conversation, the experience, all of that stuff is gonna actually impact your business's growth. Right. We only have we only have so much time in the day, right? And most people are doing it all, especially mm-hmm. a young gym owner like you're. And so it's like, what are the best uses of your time? What is something where I input one and I get ten versus inputting one and getting one back? Right? There are certain things that yeah. we can do that are going to get exponential return. And so if we focus on those, we can get to where we want to go faster. Perfect. Right? I see no better topic than that like one. It. Right. <laughs> it's been decided. There you go. All right. I like it. And it's right. In, I mean, I have coach. I have calls with coach. You know, we do coaching for yep. the the business model and, and systems within a gym. And I talk to gym owners all the time, and most of them are sitting in that seat. I mean, hell, I literally had a, a call with a guy 
a week and a half ago and he goes, you know, I finally got off the training floor, but I, I show up to my gym and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like we were talking about earlier, like looking at the systems of the business, writing a, a, an SOP or implementing a, a system that everybody yep. can adapt to. That's the stuff that is going to grow the business. Yeah. That's the stuff as a business owner, you should be focused on. It's not gravitating back to where mm-hmm. we're comfortable and showing up on the training floor again. <laughs> One thing on that too, that I think a lot of coaches get wrong is we feel like gym ownership is like the pinnacle of this kind of career. Sure. Right. There's no, this isn't the corporate world where there's a ladder, you know, I'm a assistant VP and then I'm a VP. Like there's not this clear path. Right. So a lot of coaches think that gym ownership is the path or is the the pinnacle of the path, which is like, well, okay. If you go from being the best coach in the gym to the owner of the gym, your roles change completely. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do that shift because they think that's the next step, but then they realize like, you know what? Like, I just want to be a really good coach. Like, I don't want to have to like, you know, worry about hitting payroll every month and all those kind of things. So I think a big piece of it is understanding like, who am I and what do I want? And if you are a great practitioner, go find a great operator and build a kick-ass business and you both are going to make a ton of money and, and do a lot of good in the world. And so don't just think that, okay, the only way I can get to the top is to own the gym um, because that takes a completely different skill set um, and it's going to take away some time. So you just have to be really clear about, about what it is that you want. And then the other thing is bigger is not always better. That's something I ran into really early on. It's like, okay, cool. Growth at all costs. Just get bigger. Just get more clients, get this or that, where it's like, okay, you know, what if we just changed the business model and you made more money per client? You actually have less clients. You have less headache. You have less overhead. You have bigger profit margins. I'm laughing. This is like, it's you like know? you're just every other episode of ours. is like <laughs> yeah, right here in one episode. It's so much in alignment with our beliefs and yeah, it, the way we think it's about it. It's great. It's all great points. So, I mean, I'm excited to see you there. Yeah, I mean, super this excited. is coming up real quick. So uh, if you haven't got your tickets yet, growsummitaz.com is where you're going to want to go. Um, Trevor will be there as well as, you know, a dozen other vendors and, and speakers. It's going to be a great event, guys. So, so Trevor, thank you. Thanks for, yeah, for thanks flying for in, off, you know, coming in off the farm. To, <laughs> I love to it. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this episode, guys. And until next show, uh, keep changing your lives. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.